multi-stream. Starting video transmission. All right, we're live. The Dope and Tape Show. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, everybody. Thanks for joining. Today we How have we Eric with us, one of my coworkers. Great guy. He's going to tell us some stories. He also uh, is a teacher at the school. So uh, I'm uh, Eric Dutcha, local, uh, Boston, Mass., sprinkler fitter. I've been there for about 25, 23 years. Uh, used to work in the shop, obviously, then got myself uh, an apprenticeship and got out in the field. Uh, and I do a little bit of everything. They call me a day worker. You know, what a day worker means is, you know, whatever work I'm doing that day needs to be done that day, uh, whether it's installing heads or tripping a system or, um, you know, fixing a drain, whatever it is, that's pretty much what I do. Do I do inspections sometimes, but not so much. It's mostly day work. Live on Twitch. Sorry, I'm just posting. Awesome. I kind of do a little bit of day work too, but um, if there's a big job to do and they want Eric to do it, he'll just like somehow rope me into doing it, <laughs> and I'll get and I'll get abandoned there. That's my that's my favorite that's my favorite job is when I can get other guys to do the job for me. <laughs> How's you guys' day this morning so far? Man, it's been good. I'm uh, you hung, I just you hung got over? out of bed. <laughs> no, I, I, I had no hangover. Slept um, it off. I guess. I mean, what was that? That, I was thought, a, that was a sick party. Can you talk about it a little bit or no? It was crazy. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so that's Heinz Law Firm. That's their uh, gala for the year. Uh, they're an, a fantastic law firm here in Atlanta. Um, for all the people who are watching, if they need any legal um, representation here in Atlanta, let me know and I'll get them with them. Um, but yeah, we you, were. You guys look uh, good. Oh, man. Thanks. Thanks. It was like a fun time. Oh, it was it was a blast. And then tonight, so um, I never said this before on the show, but uh, I do um, security at a nightclub. I watch over the uh, VIP in the bottle service area, and I don't want to go tonight. Because I was like, I was out. I don't know what time we got <laughs> back last night, and I don't want to do it again, you know. The security. Big prize on security. I just sleep. No, you got to go do it. Yeah. You got to go. It's a tough job being the big time. You know what I mean? It is, man. (laughs) Somebody has to do it. What time you get up? What time you get up on a Saturday, Dutch? I mean, I'm up early anyways. I mean, so if you, nobody really knows yet, but I also am a pot owner of a barbecue restaurant. uh, Shout it out. Shout it out. Shout it out. Yep. Uh, Sarcastic Swine, Abington, Mass. uh, Opened about, it'll be four years in March. Um, you know, just a little story, you know, started cooking barbecue, um, started doing competitions with my buddy. Next thing you know, uh, we're doing catering someone's house party. And I told him, forget it. I'm out. I don't want to keep doing this with the catering unless you find me a restaurant. Two days later, he calls me. I'm like, find us a restaurant. Let's go. So been doing that for the last uh, four years also, getting that up and going and being a full-time sprinkle fitter. But it's been good. Dang. So. Yeah, so we got a second lo- uh, second location opening up in January. So this morning I got up early and we went and moved some equipment around. The sarcastic swine. If you're ever That's in it. Mass. <clears throat> That's it. Best east of the Mississippi. Is oh, that is, right is that it? I like that. The best. That... What does it say it again? I said best east of the Mississippi. The best barbecue it's... east of the Mississippi. Wow. That's because Texas is my favorite barbecue. That's why I say that. 
Oh, all right, we don't want to fuck with Texas. They're crazy down there. Uh, yeah. Exactly. I was Lots up at like six. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't sleep past like six. Yeah, I was up at seven. Fucking. That's sleeping in for I us. It, yeah. it, I know it yeah, is, I but still, up. like I, I used to be able to sleep like forever. Do you normally wake get up at four thirty? You get up at four thirty in the morning, don't you? Yeah, I get up at four thirty. I'll stretch it till four four forty five. Yeah, yeah. Four fifty. I'm up at four fifteen exactly, like ready to go. <laughs> just you know, chilling, having my espresso yeah. in the morning, watching a little sports center. Just Man, I the do the going. same thing, but it's uh, it's I have a latte. I get up four thirty, get my latte, watch the Weather Channel. So, and yeah, but then you hit the my, gym or no? Yeah, yeah, I go to the gym. In the morning. I'm, yeah, man, you know, yeah, 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 before work. So that's usually. why, because you, you don't start till like 8, 7? Yeah, like 8 or 9, because um, I'm mainly doing inspections. Inspections, right. I'm doing inspections, or if there's something, like, complicated or big, I handle that. If there's a 6 o'clock start with Dutch, he'll tell you to be there at 6, but he'll get there at 5.30, unload the van, and then make you feel guilty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! Listen, I I was taught if you are there on time, you're late. That's how yeah. I, you know what yeah. I mean. That's how I grow. Yeah. You know, that's guys, I've been you know, burned the, so many times with the shutdowns not happening until like seven. That well, that's yeah. the hospital district. That's why you're yeah. in the hospital district. They're terrible over there. Yeah, yep. What can you do? So I like I'll go and I'll be like 15 minutes late and then still blame everybody else for yeah. being late. <laughs> that was that's something that's good. Fine. That's something good to repeat though. If you're on time, you're late. Because a lot of yep. a lot mm-hmm. of the guys and especially the old timers, they they go for that. Yep. They, they want you to be like time, way it's early. Not arrival time. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot yeah. of people don't realize that. Right. So, you should be like, raring to go, ready to drill that first 3A yeah. shield at 6:31, baby. Or or six oh one, whatever time yeah, you start. Yeah, six oh one, six o'clock. Let's go, baby. Six o'clock. Let's get it done. <clears throat> yeah, so I had that shutdown. I did three. We moved the standpipe at uh, Will's job, the trash chute oh, standpipe yeah, on Friday. It went it went smooth. Besides the alarm guy didn't show up till two thirty, so <laughs> Will was upset. On a I Friday. I don't blame him. Oh yeah, on a Friday, yep. and uh, coupon was over at at the at the Vermin job. He finished that off. That's gross. Uh, so you had him there. I brought him over to um, Boylston Street to do the oh, he, uh, Capital One. He told me. Sorry. And uh, <laughs> I don't even want to tell you. But there was – I've never seen so much mouth shit in my life. It was yeah. absolutely gross. Yeah, like, he, gr- he told oh, me about man. that fucking – what, you made him shut a valve or something? And... Yeah, because I just wanted him to get the feeling of t- t- uh, touching the valve. He's an apprentice, so I wanted him <laughs> to, you know, learn how to close it and everything else. And he's 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 like – he's gagging. From, he's like, dude, there's a mouse on top of the, on top of the ceiling grid. I'm like, all right, well, you got to finish closing the valve. I don't know what to tell you. Don't look uh, at it. Awesome, I love it. He's like, I go, is it alive? He goes, I don't know. I go, don't I go, wake it. Move it. Don't wake it. Is it not moved? Oh shit. Oh my god. And then last night I go in, and of course there's no alarm guy. They had to call, they had to call the alarm company for an emergency disconnect. So the guy comes out, and then at least he was on standby, but it took him like three hours to get there, and I don't know where anything is. Chasing the valve with the, I don't know, the GC and the and the lady with the badge. Found it in a, it was just such a weird night. And then that fucking hatch, I had to go down. The little hatch that you guys seen, I go down and I go to the fire pump and it's a, it's a controller older than you, Dutch. Here we go. <laughs> the thing's ancient. That's old. Ancient. I, I haven't. And those are the. Those are the dangerous ones. Those are the ones that explode. So that's what yeah, people know, will comment on that. You get your arc flash from. So just be careful with that. 
Does have you ever seen anybody? Have you ever seen the the panel explode? I've never seen the panel explode, but um, I've worked at certain facilities where the guy will put go, put on full PPE, and when I mean full PPE, I mean he he's like he's ready for a fire. He looks like he's a stuntman in a movie. Um, yeah, and, just to turn it on. Yeah, just to turn it on and off. He does that. Yeah, he I just kind I just kind of gave it one of these the safety squints and boom. Yeah. Speaking of this, we uh, I was at a let's see a freezer warehouse here in in uh, in Atlanta, and I was uh, issues with the controller kicking the pump on and off and stuff. And I was the fire protection uh, company's representative for the pump, so I was working on the pump uh, because it kept kicking on, so the it had issues with the bearings had to be repacked, and then um, well I guess not bearings but packing, and then he came in the fire troll guy right. And just like street clothes, might have been like had maybe a hoodie and jeans and boots, right? He opens up the panel, and we're all standing there, and the panel's all jacked up. He just like steps to the side, gets his finger, and just flips a fuse, and poof, things blowing up, sparks everywhere. Oh. He said, oh. "He said, yeah, it's bad. We gotta replace it." I'm like, "Did no one else <laughs> see what freaking happened?" <laughs> Some things are dangerous, path. man. Things are dangerous. Dude. Oh my Holy god! Holy crap! <sighs> And I was like, kind of, I wasn't expecting it. I was on the other side of the room, but in front of it, but just, yeah, sparks and, and loud bang and bro. The Ice Cowboys replacing a hundred heads today. Let's go. Soon as you finish, you can go home. Wayne's world. Yes, sir. A hundred's a lot. I don't know. What do you think, Dutch? Me and Dutch? Well, I guess it depends. It depends if we loaded it up the day, if Dutch loaded up the day before and it was him and I, we could, we'd have that done. I mean, yeah. it depends. If it's like a ceiling grid, our shop's pretty good with like... uh, getting us nipples and shit. Like, just get a bunch of two foot sixes with a producing coupling made on, or whatever size you want. And then you're not. That's because that's because Bobby doesn't like to uh, go and look at the job the day ahead. He likes to come in all cowboy that day, <laughs> break the machine out. All right, let's go. We're gonna be cutting pipe all day long. Where I go the day before, like the old guy that I am, take some uh, measures. <laughs> Have the shop cut the pipe for us. Then we can go in and work like gentlemen. <laughs> I love the idea but, of not knowing what I'm about to do. Yeah, Bobby the Cowboy. That's it. <laughs> He's, he just rides in. Don't worry, y'all. I'll get this. I'll take care of it. <laughs> that's that's what that is. That's, he loves pulling out the, me. That is excellent. Yep. He's got the new machine, that new Milwaukee threader, called the threader. So any chance he gets to use it, he wants to break it out. He's been doing videos with it all the time. <laughs> oh, I know. I love I that know. damn thing. I piped 10 heads in that restaurant, yep. and uh, and it was still like I did it in like four hours. Good. Arm over and a drop. So I made it two threads per one, and then just boop, as I'm talking to people, everyone's looking at it like, man, you can just talk like a gentleman to the person next to you because it's so <laughs> quiet. One battery. Nice. I use like half of a 12.0 battery. Only time it gets charged is when I work with Dutch. He plugs it in for me. <laughs> and the backup because uh, i'm ready to go i did yeah so i did 15 hours of just standing it says yesterday 5.5 miles and 12,000 steps wow that's why my legs 12,000 that's why my legs hurt so i was hoping i would sleep in a little longer than six but <clears throat> yeah 12,000 and 12,000 steps i feel like it should have been more but it's because i was spent a lot of time just i guess fucking standing mm. <clears throat> yesterday i was soaking wet I saw so that. I, 
bro. And and <laughs> yesterday was a mess. I spent nine hours at a fire pump. Anyway, I sent a guy home. And it, it was it was a mess. Was I it raining, or a, you got wet from sprinkler water? No, no, no. It was raining, and I was running hoses. It was. It could have all been avoided. It could have all been avoided, but one person, like an apprentice, brought clay pipes um, or clay pipes, however you want to say, instead of the flow monsters that are requested. So I'm out here. I'm inside the pump room getting it ready to be tested, and he's rolling out the the hoses, and they connects the clay pipes at the end. I'm like, oh, no. And I was like, did you get the flow monsters that I asked for? He's like, no, you know, they said this. So, so, then so what, I had what, to call... I called another guy to go to bring our, the actual flow monsters that I needed. <laughs> so he, he drove over an hour in the rain and the traffic was uh, terrible in Atlanta. And uh, he got there. And as soon as he got there, it just poured. You should have made the so kid hold, the, hold all... the play pipe. Yeah, right. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Hold on to it, kid. So have, you, that... ever in a, have you ever in a pinch like just taped up an uh, onion bag? to the fire hose to flow it just to get like water out of it or anything like that. I'm not talking about flushing underground or anything like uh, that. Yeah, but yeah, like a sediment. Kind yeah. Of thing. But I've, I have, uh, we were doing a standpipe and all the uh, hose monsters were gone. Everybody was using them. You know, we couldn't have any and we had to do this test and um, some guy wouldn't drop them off. He wouldn't share. So we wrapped a, <laughs> um, we wrapped a red onion bag around one of them and uh I mean, the thing held, you know what I mean? We taped the yeah. F out of it, but That's I mean, awesome. you know, it was a, it was a nice little hack. You know what I mean? Wow. Sometimes no, you got to. Done that. Sometimes yeah. you got to do it. <clears throat> so this fire pump, um, just some like information, you know, uh, I think two different companies failed this fire pump and I have some videos. I need to put it together and, and post it. Um, but they kept saying the RPMs were wrong and it's not matching. And then the gauges are wrong and, and it's, it's not doing enough. It's a giant diesel pump. And the, some one uh, company said it wouldn't get to 150%, but it will not go to 150% because you have the pump, you have the master case and relief valve, and then you have the, the, uh, the test header. So the master relief valve will not go over 100%. It'll just keep reducing it down. So you're not going to get the 150. Um, but there was so much like crap in the piping and the in the pump uh as far as the, the pipe the eight inch uh discharge as well as the suction so we isolated it and just cleaned it all out so the piping for the gauges were all clogged and i was like no wonder they couldn't get a good test on it mm -hmm. so yeah i uh is that with the valve broke all that out uh yeah you know <laughs> the pin <laughs> I was just, I am always dealing with OS and Ys. And then that I just thought about, I was like, oh crap. I didn't even think, you know, sometimes you're yeah. just in like this, this. Bing. But yeah. It, but it's because it was all clogged up great. in there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the pump did great, man. The pump was phenomenal. So do you put sprinklers in the elevator shafts in Atlanta? Absolutely. All the way to the top, baby. Yeah. One at the really? top and one at the bottom? Mm hmm. Yeah, we, um, um yeah. so about 10, 15 years ago, became a big, like, mandatory thing in Massachusetts. We had to take all of them out. And, um, so we're in, taking I them think. all out. Are they? 
Uh, this yeah. must, this must be out. I was working in a uh, elementary school, and I'm not joking. Like an old school tree system, last piece of pipe coming off the system to the lowest point in the um, school, and there was no low point valve or anything else. It took me, I'm not joking, three to four hours to slowly get the pressure off this uh, head. I didn't have oh, one of those down you know, in the pit. Yeah, down in the pit, letting it bleed out slowly but surely. You know, it had so much head pressure on it, and I just sat there and let it go for like three, four hours and just let it drip and Jeez. just kept just kept emptying buckets, bring them up to the 55 gallon barrel, wheel it outside. It it was awful. And then I think, but, <clears throat> I think in Connecticut, we'll have to ask, we'll have to ask Kev on, on Monday, on Tuesday, we're having Kev on next week and he's a Connecticut guy. Um, nice. Do you put them in, in Connecticut? Elevator shafts, sprinkler heads. I think you do. Like either Connecticut or Rhode Island, one of the states around us still does it. So if you have all those licenses, which some what guys do. What was the idea of taking it out? Well, because you're in, aren't you know, in like an it, you're in like a like an electrical room that goes up and down, and you're just gonna douse well, the I people mean, with water in there. If if the hydraulics caught on fire, I don't I don't know if water would put that out. I don't and, know. And and another thing, so. I don't know if they were like, I'm not saying you would, excuse me, you drowned in the damn thing. Do you know what I mean? If it went all the way down, because it's not, you know, usually the, the the pit's not that big. Right. So I don't, I don't know what the, what it was about it either. I think the electricity. Something had to happen. There had to have been like a lawsuit somewhere. Yes. And what's flammable I mean, in there? It's a big metal box that goes up and down. Yeah. And it's yeah. all about insurance. I mean, that's why we have a job right now. That's why we're that's all right. sprinkle fit is, is because yeah. of insurance. Yep. You know? Yeah. Yeah. They they rule everything for us. That's I mean, they're the, ones who, they're the ones who came up with NFPA and everything, so it yeah. all started well, with the and insurance then, companies. And then, like, a couple of those, uh, you know, tragic fires that were just um, movements for for the sprinkler industry. Yeah. Yeah. For sure, especially, for uh, there was a huge fire. I think it was in New York that started residential uh, sprinkler heads, I think. It's a big high rise. It's terrible. Yeah. Um, so, Dutch, how did you get started? In so, uh, so my father, my stepfather, is in the sprinkler industry, and he started off as a, a sprinkler fitter. Um, he's not really a physical type guy, so he became an engineer. He's also uh, very intelligent. And uh, then he started running a couple of different sprinkler companies, and now he's like the vice president of, you know, said sprinkler company i do not work for him actually i work for another sprinkler company um pretty much re the reason being is my type of work he doesn't do my type of work like his company doesn't do day work and when i was an apprentice and i got with this company and as soon as i got out of my time i got a van so i wasn't gonna stop you know i'm not yeah. gonna everybody's like oh why don't you go work for him i'm like why i got everything i want where i'm working i'm like i don't yeah. want to work there so yeah yeah i got you but, uh, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm, I guess, second generation, we'll say, and I'm trying mm -hmm. to, you know, get at least one of my boys in. I asked my daughter, I said, you can be a sprinkle fitter, I don't care. But mm -hmm. she wants nothing to do with it. But I told I told my boys, I'm like, I can get you in. You can start working whenever you want. Yeah, yeah so. me and Bobby are both second generation from our fathers. Yeah. No, I got, yeah, I've got third generation over here. That's my crazy. mom's father was the uh, sprinkle fitter. So, really? so when my dad ultimately started dating my mom, my dad started doing sprinklers with her dad. 
and there was a business and everything with my mom's brothers and but then my father had an opportunity to go with a large company and he went and he spent a good amount of time there and that's the company i started with yeah but my grandfather right. they didn't like you didn't just do sprinklers back then um <clears throat> he was second generation in the um and coming to the united states so they did like steam and gas and plumbing and pipe fitting and sprinkler you would just mm -hmm. do you would just do all the pipes back then i think have you all seen a steam engine no like a steam engine for a fire pump no i never dealt with one of those a steam fire pump oh you're losing your sign <laughs> yeah uh-oh i just put it up <laughs> i'm gonna take i'm gonna take that down yeah do you think um i pulled up the list of fires there was one in uh, in New York. Shirt. Hmm? Hey guys, y'all watching this? We uh, I would like some y'all's company shirts. If y'all have some stuff with like sprinklers, heads on it or wrenches, you know, y'all can grab some from the office, send it to us. We got four viewers on Twitch. Let me uh, put something out, and I'll put the link for YouTube as well. Yeah. Yeah, every time I kept on shutting down a different system yesterday, I kept on thinking of Logo. You know, it's um, on a Friday. Yeah, right. Yeah. So what y'all got planned for the weekend? I mean, uh, Dutch, you're doing barbecue stuff. Yeah, I, I plan on hanging out for some more Christmas lights tomorrow, to be honest with you. My wife, um kind of loves sprinklers. I mean, sprinklers kind of loves that. The, the she loves, she better. <laughs> she does love it because she likes to pay, but um, no, she loves Christmas, so we always get like a bigger item every year. We got a 12-foot, uh, I'm looking outside my window, sorry. We got like 12-foot um, Santa right now this year, and I bought her some icicle lights that I'm going to, I have to break out the extension ladder to put up the uh, icicle lights tomorrow. Oh jeez, be careful on the extension ladder. I have I you know. I have you on one of my reels on an extension ladder, you know that? Do you? Yeah. Remember that remember that temporary um standpipe feed that we hung on that high voltage conduit at BI? Oh yeah, yeah. And the dirt? Uh yeah, on the extension ladder. And little Bobby was so nervous to go up this I'm like, What's wrong with the extension? He's like, This is my first time. You got a fifty foot extension ladder in <laughs> oh, the yeah. in the dirt and we're carrying six inch. I'm fucking nervous. <laughs> Yeah, that's a lot. So he's little Bobby's over here on one extension ladder. I'm on the other one. We obviously put the hangers up ahead of time. And we're going up, and he's just shaking and moving so much that I could like feel it through the pipe. I'm like, just give me the fucking thing. And I take the whole ten six from him and go up the extension ladder and stab it. And I come that's down, like and the fucking everybody's watching me. That's like day one apprentice stuff right there, you know. Extension yeah. ladder. <laughs> extension ladder with some six inch. <laughs> In the worst spot Jeez. ever. Well, no one will ever stay. <laughs> right? Be like, you know, this isn't for me. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm like, you'll be harnessed. Just go. You got to go up there and clip the harness on, and then you're safe. Yeah. <clears throat> That's it's a good like thing. It's like climbing a water tank. You know, you're done. A, you, uh, you get a harness, and you take your lanyard, and you keep clicking on, you know. But if you fall, your lanyard catches. You're still in that little cage. You're still gonna get jacked up. You're just bah, 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 Oh know? yeah, I don't climb tanks. You climb in tanks? Yeah. Yeah. So um, if a fire pump has a uh, a water tank attached to it, 
Even it doesn't matter if that big pump... for you to climb. Oh yeah. Where's the video Dude. of that? Um, he's gonna need a one. GoPro for I that. I yeah, I want I a forehead yeah. GoPro for that one. I do. So you have to check the water. So even if it's uh, the tank is atmospheric, or if you manually uh, open, you know, the tank or manually uh, fill the tank, then you still need to check the water pressure. Uh, not water pressure, but the how much water it has. You cannot go off the gauge on the outside of the giant tank, right? It could yep. be wrong. And if you flow, start flowing water and then you just go dry, that's, that's going to be bad. How often yes. do you have to tank, check a tank? No, every time. Anytime that you're uh, going to flow a fire pump that's attached to a tank, then you have to get up there and you got to visually inspect it. What if the tank's under underground? Um, I don't know if code says anything about that. How do you know if it tanks that water? Yeah, you have that's, to visually inspect it. That's something new that they just started doing in Boston. They put in tanks. Uh, Bobby installed this huge tank at um one of the hospitals. All the water from the all water comes from that tank. You really can't get water from anywhere else. Yeah, so it's probably atmospheric. So then the uh, the tank will be filled by a water supply. It's yeah, it's filled by a fill cooler. station that has like a little, you know, it's like a um, yeah. There's a level sensor in there, but and, so right. as far as inspections go, I'm saying you're going to inspect the building every year, five years, whatever. You got to go in that tank. I'm not going in. I'm just opening the latch and and uh, shine my flashlight, make sure I have water. Because hmm. you can't, you know, you let's say that something goes wrong and all you did was just look at that target that's on the side of that tank you know it's like oh it shows that it's full right and it's not and then you burn up a pump you Ooh. know like oh yeah that it said it was fine you know it's not a big deal the you digital know, thing on just, the wall is that's all you, that's all you got at this place it's just a tank fill digitized right you got 115 inches of water have fun so you're not able to look at it no, there's three hatches. You could look at there's there's uh because it's actually okay. it's two tanks that are kind of one, but you got a hatch for one and then uh, two hatches in the other. Big though, 150,000 gallons. I don't know. I've just never seen anything like it. So you're yeah, at hospitals. Oh, go ahead, Dutch. No, no. I mean, it, like that was what I was gonna say is I go. You know, sprinkles are so different in different areas. Like you're probably you're visualizing. All, I mean, you're visually looking at all these tanks. We, you know, 23 years in the business in the Boston area. I've done maybe two tanks and that's it yeah wow yeah we have a lot attached to factories is that um, because you just... can't get enough water pressure from the street or um that's it's possible you yeah. know it, these are on the outskirts of atlanta not in atlanta um mm -hmm. and uh we have counties on the west side of atlanta they have really high uh, water pressures. They have like pump houses all around the place, nice. uh, all around the county. Yeah, so you're getting like 130 to 150 static pressure. Um, oh. But in other areas, they do have the tanks. Um, yeah. So it is it is possible for the requirement, you know, for the facility. Like, let's say they're doing something crazy like rubber or plastic. Yeah then you would have to have you know abundance of water that's very possible but i can't hmm. 
Because it would mean that the when you pull the residual water on the suction side of the pump, it would have to be above 20 psi. So um, they start thinking about pumps around, I guess, around 30, 35 psi if they were to yeah. like calculate it. Because you can't just put it in there and be like, oh, we need a new tank now. You know, I'm sure yeah. it's all calculated. Yeah. So it's it's possible. <clears throat> just seems it's odd. It's just odd for us to be putting them in like. It's not downtown Boston, but it's definitely Boston. There's know, good pressure in Boston, district. and we have the two we have the two feeds. Yeah, and mm-hmm. we have um sometimes some half of Boston has its own specialized sprinkler lines, its own pressurized lines. So it's not just domestic that we're pulling off of. We're and pulling off like, of special underground sprinkler lines. Now this now it's we're just oh, so no. important now that they let us tie we'll tie into both of those. So they'll give us like a like say an eight inch feed off the domestic, and then they'll get an eight inch feed off of the fire line too. And you have both of them, and they'll usually like link together somewhere. Do you do they link together underground, or some typically do they come up and they like come, a stub up in a row? No, in they'll come reservoir. into the basement with backflows. We don't have any any sprinkler apparatus outside. Okay. The backflow is yeah. like we like I don't I've never seen a backflow in a vault, or outside up here. It always comes into the basement, or maybe into a pump house. Might have like a random uh, house that will do like a whole industrial place mm-hmm. or whatever. But yeah, they yeah. used to. Have- they used to have one up at, it's not there anymore, like craft food and stuff like that. They would, right. they would have stuff like that. A couple of facilities, you know, outside of Boston have pump houses and whatnot. Those are do y'all, um, do y'all test backflows or repair backflows? And Okay, you do? Yeah. So what it does is uh, usually the town will test them first. And we do not, like, we do not have to do it on our quarterly um testing but they do a lot of it the towns will do them and the cities and everything else and then if there's something wrong with it we fix them so okay that that's pretty much it but it's they're you know it, it's, they are a pain in the butt and they're different in every <laughs> town it's like you know the authority having jurisdiction nathan. so it, it, it's it's something different every single time why don't i you see know, nathan's uh, comment nathan what projects yeah, are you guys yeah. working on this week i'm on a big clean agent job at a data center well that sounds good Pre-action cool. systems everywhere. Uh, data center. So what do I got? Um, yeah, hopefully Vikings. Monday. Oh yeah, I got a small. I got a small <laughs> shutdown at the, at my main spot. I like. I like Vikings. I was just out at their facility at um, Grand Rapids, Michigan, back in October. What an amazing facility they have. Amazing. Man, I would love to tour that. Oh my! God. Listen, they showed me every single sprinkler head—not every sprinkler head, but they probably had thirty different sprinkler heads in a room. Set them all off. Showed you the way they throw what? and everything. Oh, it was awesome. Where was they that? Had, uh, at Viking, uh, the Viking facility in Grand Rapids. Amazing facility. Amazing. You know, got to see uh, some foam systems. That's what we were out there to learn some foam systems. Um, their valve room was insane. I mean, just er- everything they did was top notch. We're gonna fly the, uh, out there and do a show. We, yeah, we should. We I, was, should. I, I was just thinking about. I was just gonna, you know, tell my girlfriend, "Hey, I got a surprise booking for. Uh, <laughs> we go on a weekend trip. Come on with me. Yeah. Oh, take take we're, there. We're going to Grand Rapids, <laughs> Michigan. Let yeah. me tell you, there's a lot to do. You'll have a good yeah. time. We're going to this place called Viking. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> good. I love it. But I mean, top-notch facility. So it, it was uh, very fun. I want to go. Just seeing the yeah, sp- I want to go too. They had an upright sprinkler head like that shot more up 
just for like wood structures you know what i mean so it would shoot up more in everything else and i mean i don't know if, it's just amazing what they can do with these sprinkler heads now the way they can the sprays are and everything else how they can how they're so specific for certain areas it's it's truly uh, it just amazes me did you see the uh I forgot what it's called technically, but if a building has a glass window wall, right? Yep. You'll have these sprinkler heads that come down and create window curtain. Um, yeah. Did you get to see that? I no, did it... not. I didn't. But that would have been interesting. We got to work on yeah, those. Yeah, I want to see that. Bobby, we just got to work. We just got to work on a window like. curtain system somewhere, and I made a. Uh, I made a oopsies. What did I do? I... What's the code that you can only go three feet? Off the wall. You can only go three feet from the wall or three feet from a corner. And that fucked me up because I think I had a four-foot spot and I just fucking... What did I do? I think I just put it in the middle or something. I don't I don't know what I did, but it wasn't right. And I had to redo it. <clears throat> now, in order to hang a head, if you have a structure, like a, a, something that comes out, it has to be... You put in a head if it's over four feet, right? Isn't that the code? Is that the same... Say it again. So let's say that in the room that you're in now, right, you build a shelf and there's a sprinkler head above, you know, in on the ceiling of the room. You build this like a giant shelf. The shelf comes out four feet. Is that would you have to drop down and put in another head underneath that? Well, there's a formula you'd have to depending on how far the head is from the side of the soffit or shelf. Over it, yes. If the head is over it, we would have to put another um one in because it's not going to cover underneath. It'd yeah, be yeah, a, yeah. It's, it's obstruction. Is it so. like three times the three times the? Yeah, there's a formula to it, and you think I, I I mean I literally use it all the time, and I can't even think of it right now. But I always just I always just go to three times. An, an, is that what it is? Well, like say, so NFPA, they have they have a little list, and it's like um for a one foot soffit down, you have to be three six to four feet away for it to throw underneath. And then I just always add and subtract from there. Right. You know. Okay. So you don't want you can't be right up here. If there's a soffit right here and the head's right next to it, then it, it's going to hit it. But Correct. there is a formula. You could be far enough away, and if you're still less than seven six from the wall, then it works. How do y'all go about um, replacing a sidewall in an apartment? I saw some of our Monica. Huh? I would bring Monica, but I've never done that. I don't know if I've ever replaced a sidewall in like an active apartment. Okay. So with with plastic pipe or with like black pipe. See uh, that's oh, the thing. Plastic. Have... Let's say CPVC. Yeah, oh, switch this out. God. It's so hard. Um, what I try to do is I try to pull the head out a little bit myself, and I try to get a pair of pliers on the that you know that little brass that little uh, metal piece where the head's going into, mm -hmm. just so I have something to hold back. Because if not. I backed out sidewalls in apartments and, and broken the pipe. And I've had to open the wall that after that, you know. Oh. So it's, it's never a good thing. It's just not, especially with plastic. And up here with all the weather, even though the plastic is inside and everything else, you know, the, just the, the weather we have up here. Uh, it happens a lot in East Boston. That's where a lot of the rest yeah. of That's where the plastic pipe I break, I feel, is a lot. See, there you go. I found the, I'll share the this, code. but. Yeah. I got it printed out in my van. So it gives I, you like B would be the depth of the soffit, and then A is how far the sprinkler head's from the soffit. And obviously A and D still has to be less than 7.6. Yeah. 
Yeah, but it all depends depends on you know the placement, the occupancy, and stuff. Yep. Yep. I gotcha. And That's the type of head, a semi, a semi recessed head gives you. I think it gives you a little bit if it comes down more or whatever. So we use reliable heads a lot when we do sidewalls, and we've literally, you know, cut them out a little bit for the special, you know, cup style um, sidewall, and we use those a lot to get the sidewalls out. Uh, oh, okay. You know, you know, fix them up a little bit. Just cut, probably, you know, cut a little. In, it's like one inch out. You know, one inch across, one inch depth, and we we you know manufactured our own you know head wrench, little so head wrench thing. Yeah, up. yeah, it works great. Yeah, yeah. I would like to see a picture of it. So I have a, uh, a several. Now these are my customers. I I hold the accounts, but they're high end, like super high end uh, apartments in Atlanta. And yeah. I we we wrote up I don't know like eighty heads in one of them, and I'm like dreading oh. going back. Yeah. You got to change them? Why? Talking, uh, painted. Bastards. Oh, yeah. We're talking about like CEOs of companies, owners. Dude, you of, need, you need uh, to buy a Monica. Yeah. Or just go yeah. get two yeah. two of the best shop backs you can get, wet backs from Home Depot. Shout out to Home Depot. Send us some shit. And then you can get <laughs> link, link them together and hit it into the drain. But the only problem with that is you have to keep now go checking them that they're not full. Because once them shop backs fill up, they shut down. Wonder so they don't drown say. themselves. It might be hard. So let me ask you this. Would I lose suction? Because uh, in the apartment, well, you, you got... You're, you're gaining the suction now with the, the two vacuums. Or you right, or, or you pull you pull that first head with your slam valve. How far away it is. Pull that know, first because... head with your slam valve and then hook Monica up to there. Is there hallways? Okay, so were these condos or townhouses? No, no, these are uh, like city-style apartment high-rise. Okay. So you're, so you're draining like the whole floor. floor. Yeah, yeah, but I could be yeah, on the but if you're gonna floor. work in those in those apartments, maybe if you're pulling um, if you're using a uh, the suction, the correct um, from a closer head in the hallway. You know what I mean? Take out the mm -hmm. head in the hallway, and if that's the apartment's right there, you'll you'll have better suction. So okay. that's, what, that's what we've done in the past is we'll have one over by the drain and then we bring another Monaco, another, you know, suction machine Monica. with us. Yeah, yeah. Monica. It's okay to All call right. it Monica. And then, uh, <laughs> that's her name. And then we, we use it closer because we were losing a lot of suction, like you said. Yeah, so, Monica. Because the drain is down at the bottom. AKA you know, the drop master. All... So I would drain. I would drain that whole floor out. Uh, open, you know, isolate. Drain the floor. Let it drain. Then I would close that floor drain. And is it a testing drain with a standpipe? With a standpipe yeah, drain? Then I would. Yeah, yeah. I would back off part of that testing drain with the drain now closed and isolated from the standpipe riser. Hook Monica up into the testing drain or into the gauge port if you could, and then put your shop vac going mm -hmm. down into the standpipe drain if there's an outlet to test the. To, to pressure reducing valves, there's probably. Do you just tape it in the gauge port? You unscrew the gauge. No, tape you it there. You could uh, you could probably try to nipple it up and make it so like the nipple fits nice into whatever right, hose yeah. you're gonna get. Yes. I would really invest in the drop master. Make your company get you a drop master, the new school drop master. They're gonna shit when they see how much it costs, but that thing is amazing. Monica, AKA drop master. Monica. Master. I don't think we have a one at all. Like, it puts not like, one. and you can go on Argo and get like a like a cheaper version of it, and it has like a sump pump built into it, and it's like a metal can, and it works. 
for it works like awesome. Once if you're going like on a single zone, it will work great. And it's already if you drain out most of it. If you hook it up too soon and you got a lot of water in it, and you're making that drink and expel all the water, it's not you're gonna take a long time to build up suction. You'd be okay. surprised what I like negative. That. And it's not it's not gonna be psi. And I'm not really I'm probably butchering this, but if you it's like basically negative five or negative ten psi. I think it's almost. I, I forget what it is. And you still have to be careful because obviously there's still black water and you, you know your heads it themselves. You know what I mean that orifice, but it does wonders. We do it. We did a lot of them. You remember when um those central heads got recalled in the nineties? Yeah. And, mm-hmm. You know they're all them. We've been changing heads for like you know still we when we find them. I think we yeah, found some in a building. Them. Yeah, like two or three years ago we found them in some buildings. I think we had to change out like two hundred of them. So I mean when we find them, that's that's the device we use. It works great, but like I said, that device can be used by itself. If there's a head closer in the hallway, you hook it up there. You know, hook up, you know, duct tape to a half, uh, you know, one inch um, nipple with a one by half coupling and a half inch nipple, and put it in there, and that's oh. still gonna suck it out for you. It's gonna do a good job. We've we've done it in the past. So that's the only reason I know. Yeah. And if it doesn't, if it doesn't drink all the water right when you pull the head, it will at least like hold it, hold it back. Like you'll see the water there. It might be like. The one that we had, it would like <laughs> she could she could kill like a whole eight like an eight foot one inch drop. Really? There would be no water. Oh yeah. That's good. That's really That's good. wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they Jeez. they work they work awesome because they are, they're like they're mini sub pumps and you're you know in a can, you know what is it like twenty gallons, thirty gallons, something like that. And, you yeah. know, sometimes they, they have the drain hoses right on them. You know, if you have a slop sink, it's easier sometimes, you know. There's all kinds of different things. It's a great it's so, a great device cool. to have. It is. Well, I, I just asked for new fire pump equipment, which is going to be like $5,000. So I don't know if I can <laughs> add that to it. What do you want? You want like hose monster gauges and hose monsters and shit? Yeah, so I want the I want the little hose monsters. Yeah, the new um, high core plastic ones. Yeah, Good for you. Right, you need right. them. They're so nice. With the, you with carry the all four with one freaking hand. Yeah, with with the uh, insert, so I can go at I can go out in the atmosphere, and then I want the remote readers, so I'm not Ooh. getting soaking wet anymore. Mm. Those are good. Yeah, man, I it and it speeds you up so so much, you know, and you're not dreading. You're not like crap. I gotta get my pedo tube and go our, and figure. We this have like out a, our guy concocted a a wet. plan where you take like that tubing from where the pito goes and you run it back to the gauge and you hold the gauge. I think I told you about that. Mm-hmm. Right? I, yeah, I, don't, I'm not, I don't really know how to explain it well, but instead of having the gauge out on the hose monster, you hook it up to like a, a quarter inch tube and you run that tube the length of the hose and then you you can have the gauge wherever you want on the end of that hose and have a reading. Right, Dutch? Yes. Yep. If, yeah, as long as you have, you know, yeah, the pito tube. Um, but we had our flow monsters like built so there's no pedo tube, you know, hole. You or had the shop. Well, you had like the shop guy weld it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh but my god. Like plasma <laughs> cutted like square where I could put the pedo tube. Oh, and right, that's how heavy giant... is it? Oh, it's it's very heavy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's great. That is See, great. That, makes, that the... makes me feel better. That like, you know, that just shows you how cheap all companies are. I mean, I still like my company. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But like, I just love how they always love to cut corners like that. They like anything to, they yeah. can save a dollar on. That's they're like, it. oh yeah, we don't worry. I'll make you my own. And It'll that's be fine. that's why they're owners, right? Yeah, 
Exactly. That's why they're the owners. <laughs> yep. Hey Dutch, do you have a uh, do you have a flooding story? Well, I got a thousand flooding stories. Unfortunately, that's the problem. <laughs> a thousand flooding stories. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just start. I'll start with the. Uh, I'll start with one. We never so flooded uh, anything together, right? No, Fucking no. Wedgie. I don't think so. Um. So <laughs> we uh, it's about three o'clock in the morning, and I'm working in a pharmacy inside a hospital in Boston. You know, high end. You know, all that stuff. And um, the only reason I'm there is because the other fitter went on vacation and they needed to, you know, demo these three heads. I'm like, all right, no problem. I'll go in, you know, overtime, blah, blah, blah. So I go in there and um, I don't bring I don't bring my half inch valve and nipple with me this time. And I'm like, ah, you know what? It's three heads. No slam valve. Off. I go, I go, I don't, what do I need the valve for? I don't need it. Go in there. Three foot drop going down to the head and um i'm starting on you know guy tells me it was shut down the in-house guy tells me it was shut down i i start to back the head off i'm like jeez this thing is this is still live i can feel it you know, you know how you start to pull the head and it's hard to back it out by hand and you're like yeah, tight and i'm like i'm like dude this is still live and the guy goes look at it, it's black water coming out no, it's like silky, silky foam, yeah. you know. I go, I go, I go. It's black water because it's a three foot drop and it's been in for fifty years, dude. I go, <laughs> it's still under pressure. I go, I'm telling you right now. He's like, you don't know what you're talking about. I shut down all the right valves. I'm like, I like, I literally went up and put my finger on the va- on the uh, head. I'm like, I'm telling you right now, white water's gonna come out of here. And I hit it, and the thing went, starts flooding the place out. Everybody's grabbing these things, you know, barrels. Everything's fl- everybody's flipping out. Um, I'm going, all right, like, like, Told can't you. get the head back in. I'm like, I'm like waterboarding myself on a six foot ladder. Um, <laughs> yeah. Trying to hold I, it? Yeah, trying to get it in. Should have brought in my arm um, valve. I would have been all set, but I didn't. The guy didn't even find the shutoff. I found the shutoff. So you know how they put up the temp walls in, in areas you work in? On the other side of the temp wall was a three inch feed and it was capped off. And that's why the guy thought that 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 was uh the system and it wasn't and uh, i found the valve like i went running down the hallway found the valve i mean that was after you know tens of thousands of gallons of water went into the area you know it's insane so, how fast was, those barrels fill huh oh yeah it just kept filling and filling and filling. they like tried to use this like it was probably like a 30 gallon trash can i'm like what are you doing with that knock it off like it, nothing's gonna happen yeah. <laughs> it fills right it fills right up yeah, like in a second and, right and, I'm, and i'm soaked <laughs> You know, it's like three, four in the morning. They're like, oh, where are you working today? I'm like, I'm going home. I'm not working today. Yeah, yeah. You guys are out of your minds. Probably, I think it was February, too. So, you know, it's going to be cold. But fucking yeah, that was, wow. uh, that, was, that was a good one. It wasn't my fault. So that's what I, I like to think about. Sometimes the in-house guys always mm. know. Yeah. yeah. But, you yeah, know, I've that's seen what, that, too. Yeah. And this is what I tell, you know, I tell my students, I tell everybody, you know, I, fitters whoever you know because there's a lot of guys who only do new construction they're not used to you know doing heads like me and doing stuff where you got to turn the systems on and off every day when i get different guys and uh you know just tell them i go can still be black water dude i go just give it a minute and then the white water will come out i mean it happened to me what day did i work at um down in my hometown wednesday thursday 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 so the area i was working on uh, i was cross-fed had two different systems off of it uh, it was just, it was just that corner of a hospital, and you know, I started backing out ahead, and I'm like, "This thing's live." Felt it, you know, and it was all black water after like 
maybe 10, 15, 20 seconds, then the white water started coming because the, the water was so dirty. Coupon had uh, Coupon had 130 pounds on a head he was trying to pull out. No. Yeah. They uh, so we remember I told you it was half dry, half wet. Yeah. So we 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 figured that out. So we drain it. This next section that they added on, check valve and a flow switch off of another system. So we we had drained wow. everything prior to that. And coupon calls me. He's like, I don't know, man. It seems live. And I'm like, all right. I was right I was right across the street. So I'm like, I'll come over. And I get up there, and I'm like, I got, I got my slam valve in my pocket, thinking I'm about to put on a show. I'm like, you're fucking right, kid. This is live. And we go tra- we go trace it back. I'm like, it's fucking off. And then we went back to this little cubby, little access cabinet, and it's just a check valve and a flow labeled like this this building. So he, we were Scary. we were we were locked in. He would have pulled it. It would have started to slow down, but still. And once they once they uh, that was the vermin job. Once they ripped all the ceilings down. There's a nice fucking drain right there, nice and labeled. You know, this 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 drains this area, but it it took like a that was like you know two days of already working at that place. You just gotta um, be diligent, check it, walk it. Even if the guy says it's off, and if if even if they're gonna take offense to it, just go fucking look yourself. Or what I like to do is just try to be buddy with them, and then just like say like you're gonna go with, you're gonna go just go check it out. I want to see the drain. I like to see the gauge. I'm pulling the head, dude. I want to mm-hmm. see that the gauge says zero, and that it's the system that I'm gonna be working on. Yeah, well, you know, hospitals is another animal. Like, yes, because there's they are adding and they're moving, and it's, it's crazy. Hospitals are nightmares, and then the valves are above uh, ceiling tiles, and then they never. Uh, you know, they never like put stickers there or that's it. Anything. I look for the. Indicate. You got to look for the electrician's little nodes because they always put those little tamper and flow nodes on the ceiling or on the wall. That's how I found the valve last night. So another thing is like complacency. I work at hospitals all the time and I never have to drain. I just say this is where I'm working, and the guy's like, "All right, I'll go shut it down." So I show up to this place last night, kind of figuring that someone was gonna drain. I'm in a like I'm in a major hospital mm-hmm. here and. Nope. They're just like, all right, the alarms are off. Go for it. And I'm like, uh, all right, cool. Like, I, So I found, I immediately went to all the stairwells and one stairwell out of the three had a valve. So I was like, all right, this is the one. Maybe it's just single fed. And I go up and there's a little note saying that it's cross, it's cross fed from phase one. And I look at the people. I'm like, where's phase one? They're like, I don't know. This is phase one. And I'm like, I don't know. This thing says cross fed from phase one. I'm in phase two and everyone's all confused. And Come to find out, it's in this oddball corner with a standpipe and a hidden shaft and a butterfly valve above a friggin' dentist chair. Right. In a totally bizarre spot. Wow. With the I mean, old That's how it is in the hospitals over here. The hospitals are so old and everything else. You know, you're looking for a shutoff valve for one area. It's going to be in some lady's office, and it's going to be a four-inch, you know, threaded OS&Y from... 1965 yeah and the drain on that side was plugged it had a uh, it had a new style um zone manifold and the drain was plugged so i could only drain from the one side which whatever it drained pretty good and it actually made it makes suction when you drain it usually if you're because i was on the ninth floor so usually the first head it's a good sign that it's good draining if you go to pull that first head and you got a little bit of suction it's like a wannabe it's like a wannabe monica (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have y'all ever been somewhere where there was a fire while you were there and then you had the alarms off and stuff? 
No. I had, I've been on a job site fire, like a, like a little one where sparks fell down a couple floors past Firewatch, and it was like a the perfect pallet of cardboard and all kinds of shit, and like the pallet and the cardboard, <laughs> and then like a little bit of rubber, and it just made it looked like so bad because we all had to evacuate. Someone pulled yeah. the thing. Everybody, everybody on the job, because let's face it, construction guys are just grown children, so they see smoke, and now now's your chance to blow the air horn that you walk by every day that you're never allowed to blow. There's an air horn on every floor, so everyone's grabbing their air horn and just doing that one long blast to make sure everybody can get out, and the fire trucks came, and they put the ladder up and everything, and it was just like, it was like a, like a little pallet fire. Jeez, I've been I'm thinking back at it now that we had this conversation, I've been, I want to say like five. What? Yeah. yeah. Damn. The place yeah, is on fire? Our, yeah, or they, yeah, or there was a fire. Yeah. And you get called in? So, no, like, uh, for example, I'm at an apartment complex, uh, garden style, with all the individual buildings. I'm on the far end, and then I hear at another building alarms. I'm like, what is going on? You know, so I get my truck and I go investigate it because, you know, the no fire department's not getting called. So I, I just run right in there and then there's people coming out and the heads is just spraying. There's like wow. three inches of water in the apartment. But, yeah, it was right there in the kitchen. Somehow the lady set off the fire, you know, the sprinkler head. It was crazy. Was it a fire or was uh, it like malicious? No, it's probably um, like a grease fire or something. Yeah, that's, yeah. You know, that's usually what it is. I mean, for us, I mean, if it's apartments like that, that's. I mean, I've something gone to flash over. After, yeah, I've gone to the after effects of those uh, numerous times. Service calls when I did service more. Dan, you know, where I want to, I want to go to one of them. Send me in, Dutch. Yeah. <laughs> right down in Huntington too, like that, um, that residential building right there, right past the uh, hospital district. I went to two of them there, and then a uh, couple in, you know, Roxbury and Dorchester and whatnot. And that's the, the inspector. Sorry. That's the worst part. Sorry. When the um, when the people think they have insurance and they're going to get all this money, they're throwing, like, their clothes into the water and stuff, so they're damaged. And I'm like, well, if you don't have apartment insurance, you're not getting any money. So stop no. throwing that shit in there. Oh, man. Yeah, I asked our inspections guy if I could do an inspection, and he said, yeah. Oh, excellent. I had someone like someone local to me reach out and ask was asking me questions and I'm like not really big on inspections. I asked Brian a couple of questions and then I went to talk to our our inspection guy right in his office and he's like, Yeah, I'll give you the paperwork, you can go do it. <laughs> I was like, All right, cool. He's, well he asked me, What would you do? And I like told him what I think that I should do and he's like, Good job, that's what you should do. Print him the paperwork. <laughs> so Well this uh you you know, you can call me when you're there. Yeah, you know, it seems it seems pretty it seems pretty cut and dry, but Let's see. I I reached out to the guy and told him. We'll see if he said what he says. It'd be cool because it's, lo- mean, it's local it's to me. Just, if it's just like a little condo building, you know, it it's is like a three. I think it's a three, uh, four, five unit or something. But it's just like a two inch. Looks like a two inch, like its own little fire feed. Butterball flow switch. Butterball. Yeah. Backflow. Another butterball. An electric bell. So just see if the flow works and the tampers come in and walk it around the joint. That's it. Then y'all are making me want to come up to Boston to for a weekend trip. Come oh, get some barbecue. Maybe one of those days I'll be able to get out a little. I can say, all right, I'm going to dip out at like one because I got to do an inspection back home. 
Yeah, barbecue's barbecue's good. I'm not gonna lie. Come out to Boston, I, yeah. I wouldn't just I wouldn't wouldn't just say that. I tell that to everybody. I met all I've met a bunch of guys in uh at the biking thing. I'm like, guys, come out to Boston. Here's my number. If you're gonna wanna have a good time, we'll go to some games or we'll go drink at some good bars and have a good time, you know. I mean Absolutely. not I'm, I'm a little bit older. It's not like I'm gonna be going out clubbing or anything like that, let me tell you that. Uh, but you know. Right. Well, I know I where to go. I don't go to clubs unless I'm getting paid. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I'm not going to be going to anywhere with this bottle service or anything like that. Yeah, I'm just looking. I'm just looking for a cold Bud Light or something. Bottle uh-huh. service days, I think, are over and, for me. And some live music. Some live music. Yep, yeah, like to hear the music, like to hear the bands. We got. I mean, since COVID has ended, thank God, all these live oh, venues dude. are starting to open up again. And it's fantastic. We got some great, you know, I'm 48. So, you know, I hear some of these old school uh, hair metal bands coming around here again. And somebody, you know, somebody playing covers and dressing up like, you know, like Poison or friggin' Rock. I mean, uh, Guns N' Roses or something. I'm having a blast. Yeah. Right. Oh, that's cool. That's There's cool. so many yeah. venues in Boston, too. Oh, yeah. Is it like a like a street of like bars and stuff? Kind of like Nashville. There's like two. Or, yeah, no, not like Nashville. Nashville, Nashville's like that's uh, Na- that's Nashville's like Nashville. <laughs> yeah. There's a couple little sections where you could like you could go to this yes. section one day and hang out like all day, and then maybe go to another section. But there's definitely a few iconic things. If you were gonna just spend one day, you might you'd have to you'd have to move around a, a bunch. Yeah, you'd have to go to Fenway if you can. Take a um. You know, even if you can't get into a game, you just go go for the um for the tour. It's worth it. And then behind there, there's all kinds of music venues and bars and everything else. Good area right there. Then uh, there's a bunch more areas too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fanuel Hall, you're definitely gonna have to do. That's what everybody would say. Go over North to that End, area. If you like pasta and Italian, the North End has like some of the best bakeries around. You know. Is there? Do y'all have? So I have a thing for um like diners you don't have any diners yeah there's a yeah, couple good diners yeah we we actually just found one called buddies in uh somerville buddies we in somerville show yeah, them out yeah they were good it was good i mean she makes some like big size omelets and it's like wow. you know it's, it's a greasy spoon dude it's like it's perfect it's everything you want in a diner <laughs> on my Insta- you know? on my instagram page i put a video on how to put in how to do a sammy express dutch yeah. And and I'm I'm installing it and you're yelling down from the battle. You're like, uh, are we going to breakfast? Where's the breakfast joint? I'm like, you yeah. fucking find the breakfast joint. <laughs> that and, was the and, day. And that was the day we went to Buddy's. And yeah. And then we we worked there the second day and we were like, we're going back. We went back. Yep. It was great. So the the only diner we really have that's diner diner is like Waffle House. Oh, oh no. Yeah, no. Yeah, you're missing out. No, so we, we have like uh, like cookie cutter old school. What is it from the 40s or 50s Dutch? Yeah, it's like a. It's almost like ones. they just dropped it off on a truck, and they all look the same. And it's got a, a bar down the whole thing, and little teeny yes. booths. And it's like a, it's a, that's a diner. So I'm, and it's yeah, like I'm a, you know, that. there's like two or three people that work there all the time, and that's that's their gig, and they just yep. make damn good food. We got a, our uh, my area out where I am, more central than Boston is. Uh, every town has a couple of those. They're still like existing. They, um, the board of health shuts them down because they're just so small and like. They're not really handicap friendly, or you can't get the right size fridge. What was she saying? Like the fridge was wrong, yeah, or whatever. Wrong. There's a whole bunch yeah. of shit that they like. They can come after you for because it just it was built way back when. Like that wow. little stairwell I always post about that we're adding that standpipe to. 
Yeah, you yeah. can't do that legally. Do you know what I mean? Like you have fucking, to, yeah. <laughs> or up to code, I'm sorry. Not legally, but like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like you if they want if they want a hose valves in there, we're gonna have to do it this way. I mean How, that however building, we however we can, right? That's a turn of the century building. So I mean yeah. we've worked in buildings here in Boston. The one when we were working at um we next, can say the building. Next Buck, to the city. Uh, yeah, Buck the Buckminster. Buckminster. Yeah. Yeah. It was built in two uh nineteen oh three. Nineteen oh three. Yeah. Oh, that's, we can Atlanta. talk about that. That's, yeah. Let's talk about that building for a little bit, and the yeah. system in that. So we're um, they're doing demo, right? And we're going. What we started at the top. We're working our way down. And I think we we were we had the understanding there was five standpipes or something in the beginning, right? Yeah, five different risers. The risers are buried inside walls. It's all screwed pipe. You know, starts downstairs at like three inch. You know, six inch underground feed, but. Everything divides into like three inch risers going up, not just in the staircases because it was three different staircases, but um, you know, risers buried in walls. And I'm like, all right, it looks like we got this it was back. like a it was like a triangle building, and each quadrant, each quadrant of the building had its own standpipe, if that makes you can't sense. Really see it. Yeah, uh, no, I'm, I'm gonna draw it real quick just to kind of so, so, anyways, we, we keep, we're doing it. We do the first floor. We got, what, four guys here, six guys, something like that, that day. And uh, We thought we had them uh, all exposed. Yep. Got them all cut and plugged because that's what we're doing. We're, they're demoing everything, and it's getting cold out. It's like, yeah, you yeah. know, November, December, whatever it was. Doing the work. Um, Bobby tells me I can start filling the system. I'm downstairs filling the system. Go ahead, Bob, take this over. So, Kyle was there. so you got like a building that's shaped like this. Say it's how many stories, Dutch? 15, 10? 10, 10 no, stories. 10, 10 so, stories, yeah. um, you know, you got all these different zones that we're trying to figure out, and you drain this one zone over here, it drains all 10 stories in that area. You okay. drain this zone here, you. it drains all 10 stories in that area. And that's how it worked out. And we thought that there was like, I think we thought there was five of these risers, say. And so we cut, we're now we're sawzalling or cutting if we can, and then and then grooving them in place, capping them. And then we'd say, all right, Dutch fill. When Dutch went to fill, well, now the next task of the day was now demo and drop all the lines on the floor. Mm -hmm. So that's where we were coming to the problem. So I would say bandsaw this way. You send one guy that way with a bandsaw, one guy that way. Just start snipping the ends of the lines, snipping the hangers and dropping it. And wow. what we didn't realize was that some of those risers were still buried in the wall. And now we're cutting the ends of the lines off as Dutch is fucking filling. Oh, and we got a what? we got a newer project manager that had just started, and he just rolled up. So I see uh, little Bobby, who I've had since he was 18, first day on the job. I had him for four years straight, taught him everything he knows, and he just – I hear someone booting down the hallway coming to me, and there goes little Bobby right <laughs> by my door. And he comes back. He's like, there's water everywhere. Shut it off. And so I called Dutch. I'm like, dude, shut it down. Uh, the other guy's got his Jeez. hand over it. He's like, it's starting to, it's starting to pressurize. So obviously we now we drain it back down and now we're tracing it and there was like I think there ended up being twelve arisers. Ten? Oh, nine. 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 There ended up being nine. Nine rises. And they're buried in walls and it's old school two and a half inch screwed pipe and you know, it's those fittings that you can't even put your wrench on because they're uh kind of pointy. You know? Yeah. And and we're filling the system and you know, it's gurgling and they're hearing it and everything else. And that first day, I, I think how many rises did that's when we found all nine of them, but it took us a couple times to do it, like a couple times to find all the rises. Because I, 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 let me put it this way: I got the floor wet again after the first time. Oh yeah, we yeah, because we'd find yeah. another riser. So then yep. it was like, then we had to like we, once we found them all, then we were good. But 
we went in there, what, every day we'd go, like, we'd do level 10, yeah. we'd go back next week, we'd have to do level 9, we'd go back next week, maybe we got to convince them that we can do level 7, go back next week, and work our way all the way down. That's how that job was. I think we made it, like, I don't know, we made it a few floors before we figured out every single one. Yep. Oh, shit, there's another one right here. And, and the funny thing is, the rises would stop after a while, too. So when you got yeah. down to, like, maybe the second or third floor, you didn't have nine rises, you only had, like, five six and then you're like wait what's going on so they would like brand it yeah it was it was it was one of the craziest buildings i've ever worked in i got some videos about that on my on my page it was it's right across from the eye you look out one of the windows and you can see that iconic sitco sign absolutely perfectly and i have a picture on my page from that <clears throat> but that's, that's another crazy. thing just be diligent tracing the system yep Never forget little Bobby just when something's and I was just laughing at him because I had already I called Dutch and I told him to shut it off. But we're, now we're, we're all just staring. We're looking at two inch, two inch that was clean bandsaw cut that just got full blast through one layer of sheetrock into the next room. Just, I mean, we're just watching it, you know, and here comes this guy I never seen. And he's like, hey, you guys with Carlisle? I'm like, yeah, he's like, well, me too. What's happening? Wow. It's wow. Awesome. That was awesome. Yeah, that was, that was an entertaining day. And so now they're they that building ended up there was like a full gut, and they're redoing it what top to bottom. Yeah, 1902. Nin I think it's I think it started originally in like 1897 or eight or something like it originally the first day it started the construction. But I mean, in the floor for insulation there was dirt, like dirt. six inches of dirt and some of the floor panels and stuff. I, I just didn't understand what was going on. That's right. Crazy. I forgot about that. Yeah. You know, because as we're taking, we had to, we're removing standpipes and all of a sudden it's like, you got layers of wood, then layers of like concrete. Then there's like dirt in between the layers. They did some weird, it's, it's, I mean, it's a neighboring building to Fenway. So. Wow. That's how old it is. Crazy. Yeah. That was cool stuff. <clears throat> wow. Well, Dutch, I really appreciate you coming on and talking to us. Uh, we definitely want to have you on. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I'll, uh, I'll talk to Bobby. Let me know when you guys want me back. I'll, uh, sometimes, sometimes, <laughs> I'm going to sound old here. Sometimes the nine o'clock is too much for me. <laughs> I know. You know it's, all, I mean? it's all good. I, listen, I, I, I work and then I teach from three to seven also. I mean, from four yeah. to seven. So sometimes right. it's a little bit too much for me. But uh, you know, if I get my old man nap in, I can uh, you know, I can pop on and and uh, we can start it earlier, you know. No, uh, no, no. I don't. I, we want the West Coast boys to get out here and be able to talk yeah, and everything else, right? That's true. Yeah, because they're they're so yeah. far behind. Someone would still be uh, working, maybe. But there's yeah. always there's always the replay. Yep. There's always oh, the replay, yeah. you know. And uh, yeah, I want to so, hear more about the teaching. He's got too, uh, you know? so he's a yeah, definitely spr a full time so, sprinkler fitter. Uh, oh, barbecue guy, and he's a yep. teacher at our school. So yes. freaking wild. If you're saying that you're not yep. doing enough in your day, listen, <laughs> pick it up a little bit. Right. That's it. How many kids do you teach, Dutch? Um, kids, so apprentices, I should to, say. Well, we we try to keep it small. Um, that's one good thing. I I do have to say this is a good thing that came out of COVID is we made the classes smaller, and so it's about ten kids per class. And what we'll do is we'll divide it up into different um, different sections, like different information. So, perfect examples. I teach chapters one through six in um, in NFPA, and those are my first year apprentices. And I'm teaching them just the basic stuff, you know, definitions and everything else, and I'm taking them out to the warehouse so for them to learn. 
and whatnot. But, but then, you know, like our fourth years, if they're taking copper and learning how to solder and, and um, braze and whatnot, then you got, you know, the kids who are doing pre-action systems, then dry systems. So we break, my instructor's very good at his job and he's got it divided up individually. So you're learning those specific things at those times, which is great. So I think he does a great job and I'm lucky enough to be an instructor now myself. So for the last five years. Uh, six, we got a sick school. That's great. Yeah. We yeah, it's pretty, awesome. We got a pretty sick school. <clears throat> I wish I had a school, man. I'm looking to buy um, a class with fire tech for master fire pump repair. Yeah. And that's like four grand or something. How do you get so into that shit at Michigan? Crazy. All the schooling at Michigan, Dutch. How? Yeah, like, can I, can anybody go or no? No, that's uh, it's all the UA stuff oh, and whatnot. So gotcha. that's where that education comes from. But there's colleges. We have colleges around us that teach fire protection. Um, some of the colleges, I, I, now I don't want to say they still offer it because I don't know, but I can remember right. Northeastern and stuff used to um, <clears throat> learn, used to teach like fire pump type stuff and everything else. Uh, I know a lot of the not the not the private company apprentices out by me. They go to a local vocational school, and I think that yep. I think that like the instructor might rent out the plumbing shop, however that works, or he utilizes the plumbing shop and uh, and pipe fitting shop, and you know he teaches. He does like the sprinkler instructing in there, which is which is great because at least you're in some kind of environment where you can grab tools and shit. Yes, I think that's the best way to learn. We all know. I always say, I go, there's a reason I'm a sprinkler fitter. You know, I, I, I learn with my hands and, you know, I'm not the type of guy who wants to sit in front of a book or anything else. No. Even, even when I'm teaching code or anything, or if I'm just teaching what a control valve is, I'm taking the students out into the uh, warehouse and showing them what a control valve is. You know, I mean, it's just, I mean, it's probably what everybody does, but, you know, Epic. we all know, we all learn differently. It's nice we being able to go hands on. That's why, I th that's yes. how I learned. Yeah. On the job. It's, and it's tough with like some of these sprinkler fitters who are real remote and everything and this is how they're learning sprinklers it's it's you know i feel like it's i feel like it's tough for those guys but learning on zoom i couldn't imagine no me neither all right well this was fun this is a good little saturday mix up yeah. i'm really happy i put my daughter down for a nap kind of right before this and she's still snoozing so that's a that's a victory perfect hopefully my son i mean i don't smell any smoke so my son's not burning the place down <laughs> right <laughs> I did. I slept a little bit weird, so my mustache was fucked up when I woke up, and it took me a little bit to fix it. What do you think, Doug? At least your sign didn't fall down in the middle of the show. Oh yeah, it's yeah, all right. right. I mean, that's right. Next week, I'm gonna have my sarcastic swine sign up instead. So. Yeah, have oh, have have that. the wife hang it so it stays up. Well, she she helped me with this. <laughs> oh, is that why it fell? She showed, she showed me the stuff. No, no, no. Hey, listen, she got me online. I don't even know what I'm doing. I couldn't even get on Zoom. You know what I mean? I seen you pop up, and then you texted me. You're like, I got to download this shit. I'm like, I don't know. You're on here. Just turn it on. Yeah. So <laughs> my laptop just broke, I think, Friday now. So I she has, like, she does real estate. So she has a couple different laptops for different things. Yeah, yeah. And um, she's like, oh, just use one of my old ones. And it wasn't updated with the latest Zoom. So then I, she had to get a third laptop. So I literally am in her office with three different laptops right now. Hey, at least you got uh, one of them on. The that's what one. it takes, yeah. you know? That's it. There's a will, awesome. there's a so way. Brian, I'd like to, I'd like to learn and uh, ask you some questions uh, at another time also just to see what it's like in the lantern and everything else. So Absolutely. That's cool. Absolutely. So We could do like a Saturday thing, midday, yeah. you know, try to make this a thing. 
Yeah, let me know. Yeah. And, uh, Adjust the I'll, time I'll, accordingly between, you know, whatever, noon and, and yeah. four. We could do it. How is the Twitch? Any, uh, a lot of talk on Twitch? Or uh, so it, it? it's it's relatively slow. Yeah, com- com- um, I mean, it is Saturday. It's Saturday, yeah, right. Saturday. Uh, yeah. and, you know, and it's early for the West Coast guys, but. Oh yeah, I, know, I didn't even think they'll of see that. the they'll see the replay. Like when we go at night, we actually get a we get like we had ten people live commenting. We couldn't even keep up with the comments one night. But, yeah, it was awesome. But a lot of replays, a lot of people watching the replay, and we appreciate that too. Yeah. yeah so I uh, one of my students, he's talking about this uh, sprinkler fitter in Boston, and uh, you know he's doing all these things and blah blah blah, and he goes, oh, I'm watching one of his podcasts, and uh, the next thing you know. Uh, you're on that, Eric. What's, what's going on? And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know, I know him. Oh, yeah. I know we work together. I go, no, yeah. Bobby, Bob. Poor He's bastard. Like, oh, you know him? So Shit. we were talking about maybe getting an apprentice on. I think he would be uh, maybe somebody good to talk yeah. to. He's about a, about a third-year apprentice. So he's, like, right in the middle of it, maybe closer to four years. But he's, yeah, he's, yeah, third, four year, fourth year. But, you know, just to get his perspective and, you know, what he thinks about. That's awesome. Maybe we could do two apprentices. Everything. Same time. Okay. All right. Well, right. Brian's gonna get one, or whatever. Like, yeah. I saw your point. I saw your point. So it looked like you were pointing to Brian. That's me pointing uh, at both of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, guys both apprentices? Apprentice. No, no. Just like one of you, you know, get whatever. So what do we got? So Monday we're going. Uh, we got Wayne. We got Monday at nine o'clock with Wayne. He's uh in the union in Canada. Nice. Eight thirty. I forget what it was. I don't want to butcher it. He's um he's on the e-board. So he's gonna be he's, he'll be a great guest. We'll see what he has to say awesome. about uh, being up in Canada. A UA local eight fifty three on the executive board. Can't wait to talk to him. Tuesday we're going to have uh, Big Kev from Connecticut, fire, uh, fire pump specialist. Nice. Maybe maybe right. moving out doing his own thing. Yeah, he's gonna be doing his own thing. We're gonna talk about that, and then we have we have a Victolic rep, Kurt Curtis coming on Wednesday. Nice. These will all be nine p.m. Awesome. So people can plan if they want to plan ahead, and then I think what do we have? we have one for the following Wednesday? Um, we got one Wednesday, so. Wednesday the twenty first. We got set up. Uh, James from Scotland, engineer sprinkler fitter. Super excited Scot- to talk to him. Scotland, like the country Scotland. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that's gonna How be cool super that? excited. That'll be that on the, cool. that'll be on the twenty first. Awesome. Um, worldwide so is... I think right now we got uh, the 19th and the 20th open. If anyone wants to come on and talk, or we want to set up uh, that apprentice, the apprentice interview, or we could, you know, still could interview each other. I got, I still got a lot to say. I got a couple good flood stories yeah. that I'm holding back. Yeah, me too. I'm with you. <clears throat> All right, so. Cool. All right, guys. Uh, was... You guys have a great day. Enjoy the rest of your right, weekend. You too. Nice talking to you. All right. It was great nice talking to you. you. Thanks, Dutch. All right. Cheers. Everybody, All have right, a good day. Thanks for tuning in. Oh, Wayne's commenting in. I should arrange a tour of our new facility, 853 Ontario. You should. That'll be cool. Yeah, now he's talking. Arrange yeah. a tour of the new facility. All right. As long as it's not the winter time up there, I'll be no problem with yeah, that. Yeah, right. <laughs> Canada? The shit's cold up there. Shaka, what up? First time chatter. Well, you made a Twitch just for this. Appreciate that. That's first, awesome. First time chattering Thank here. You. Thank you, guys. I love when it says that. First time chatter. So they're all signing on. We're about to get off. You guys want to go back and watch the replay? We've been on for an hour, hour and fifteen. Good talk. Good, yeah. sh- good shooting the shit on a Saturday. Yep. Another first time chatter. Teague's a noob. Teague's, nice. Teague noob. Teague the noob. That must be Teague's older brother. All right. 
That's it. All We're right. ending it. We'll talk to you guys. Thanks for cool. tuning in. All Thanks right. for the chat. Have a great night. Good right, talk. Thank you. Later. Later. See ya.